0: From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts.
1: Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Khada with Potomac Fund Management. I'm pretty excited today to have Evan Rappaport on from Smartass Technology Solution. SmartX or Smartass? Which one do you like better? (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's go with SmartX. SmartX Technology Solutions, and here's why I'm pumped, because I've seen the software. Uh, I, I have tested it, I've used it, and it's it's killer. It's something in the industry that I think a lot of people should take a look at. So I asked Evan to spare 10 minutes of his day to come and talk to us about the technology, what makes it special, and how advisors are benefiting from this technology. So with that being said, just give us some background on, on SmartX, like, how you got to where you are today. Sure,
0: yeah, so we actually didn't come out of the traditional RIA space. We came out of the hedge fund side of the business. And what we were trying to solve for initially was, Manish, that after the financial crisis, our clients wanted access to those products but in a separately managed account. Because they were in hedge funds, right? And then being in hedge funds, they were locked up, gates. There was fraud, there was theft, there was style drift, there were side pockets, there were all of these unexpected consequences And the separately managed account alleviates those, right? So we, in turn, went back to our hedge fund managers and we said we have clients who want separately managed accounts. And they said, great. $50 $50 million, yeah, $100 million. Because for them to manage a separate, very difficult, right? So we had to come up with a solution self-servingly. Mm-hmm. We got paid to bring money in the door. Okay. And we came up with this technology solution that in essence makes those strategies, without me getting too deep, work within the SMA-UMA construct. So we support long-short, short-only, option-specific, market-neutral, covered calls. No one in the SMA-UMA space supports those strategies. They're very complex, very yeah. difficult to do that. But that's how we kind of got into this space now once we got into this space and we released the product, we won a bunch of fintech awards and some of the larger firms came to us and said we love your technology and we see application to be able to employ this for long-only strategies also because what you're doing is very different in the tamp space. Now you know what's crazy, we didn't know what a tamp was, yeah. right? We didn't come from that space. And so we recognized that the technology we built had so much application, so much, uh, so many le- you know, so many different ways we could utilize that to not only bring Long Only to the market, but do so in a in a more contemporary way.
1: Well, listen, I, to interrupt for a second, yeah. I think that's what makes the technology so special. Because from my point of view as an investment manager, we don't trade intraday or do you know too much exotic trading. But people don't realize that some of these other platforms not only are you limited to end of day trading you have to execute it by a certain time. And so you can't integrate trade 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 even if you wanted to. And so what that gives you is vanilla strategies, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you wanna run your practice. But if you want to combine these different strategies, this type of technology needs to be in place. And that's what, when I went through it and started uh, messing with it, that I was blown away by. One of the things I'd like to address is sort of the sleeve level, aspect of it. Because I think that's extremely unique to SmartX and maybe the only technology solution that has that. Yeah. So
0: thanks. So we, as a result of building the technology from the ground up and not knowing what a TAMP was, we weren't tainted by the existing unified managed accounts technology and structure and architecture that's out there today. So one of the unique features within SmartX, and we'll talk about, there's a number of them, but is that we keep the investment book of record at the sleeve level. Nobody does that they keep their book of record typically at the account level and then they'll use percentages to figure out You know work, again which positions yeah. go in which account or they'll do tax law tagging or something along those lines It's not nearly as clean as Keeping the eyebore at the sleeve level so attribution is right cash is right etc Now what you said about trading is important, right? So when we came into the space we were dealing with hedge funds mm-hmm. right and hedge funds are active they trade intraday you can't trade that stuff the next no. day no. right think about the tactical manager so we have tactical managers you trade right and the hard part is if the market is down let's say today yeah. market opened up down 500 points and you said you know what tonight this is a good time for me to go ahead and, and buy the dip yeah all right you did that right the market rebounded let's say we end up the day flat or up And tomorrow we gap up 300. Now your TAMP is making a trade the next day and you're up a thousand points from where you as a manager made that trade. That's tremendous dispersion, a lot of slippage. right? And so we real-time trade. Now we built our systems to not only provide real-time reporting, right? real-time entry, real-time exit, you don't have to wait for the next day, but we also, again, trade in real-time. So we built our trade handlers in such a way that they'll see you make a model change the system will prepare the order for our trade desk. We don't just send orders into the market. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right? And I think what makes us special is that we really are careful about our execution. I have my Series 55. I've got a number of securities licenses. But I ran markets. And I'm not going to let our clients get scalped. Yeah. Meaning that I'm not, if you put through a trade and you've got 100,000 shares to buy of XYZ security, mm-hmm. and that trades 50,000 shares on average, I'm not gonna send a market order in, we're gonna get scalped for a point or two. Yeah. So our systems have machine learning built within and it'll send our trade desk a signal, green check, red check, to simplify. If it's got a red check, that means the order needs to be reviewed and it could be that it is a liquidity constraint, for example, yeah. and we'll work that order. Okay. So that's where we're a little bit different. One, we're fast, on average, about one minute into market. Okay. So minimal dispersion. Two. We're not going to send market orders into the market unless it's a security that can take that and our machine learning understands that it's Apple or Citi or something like that. Yeah. And we're going to work the order. We're going to use your trade desk. We're going to use an algo. We're going to use a limit. We're going to do our best to get that order executed at the best possible price.
1: One thing I want to mention that, that is unique, at least during the due diligence process, I remember getting the due diligence and my initial response was, what the fuck? And Jennifer in my office was like, what, what, I've not, I, mean, I don't want to fill this out. And then they want to do background checks. And I didn't know you guys. So at first, I'm like, who do these people think they are? Because <laughs> it d- doesn't come across. And I was having a conversation at the bar yesterday. And the guy was like, you know, I don't know if I should have my own due diligence or rely on SmartX. And I said, listen, you do whatever you want. But from my perspective, you know, they ran background checks. We had to fill out multiple pages of information. Um, monthly returns, Gibbs compliance, all that stuff. Uh, you wanna talk quickly about sort of your due diligence on managers sure. and, and how you approach that aspect.
0: So, one of my licenses is my Series 24, okay. right? I'm a compliance officer, I was a compliance officer, I still wear that hat, we own a broker-dealer and we own an advisor, okay. all right? Now, so, when we're talking about hedge funds specifically, I don't trust anybody, Yeah. justifiably, Yeah. right? So, that's how we started, we've always done a lot of due diligence on hedge fund managers, and we carry that over to the long-only space because why shouldn't we, right? There are firms that we've interviewed uh, that we've interviewed to come on the platform, and we've done the screen, and they haven't passed the screen for numerous reasons, and they're on other platforms and people don't know that. Yeah. So what does our due diligence process on the ops side entail? Forget the investment due diligence for a second. So one, you have to be clean. No marks on your license. You can have clerical errors if you... Again, made a mistake yeah. in terms of your timing, yeah. but you can't have mispricing of bonds yeah. or soft dollar infraction or SEC suspension. No way. Okay. Now, the large firms we have to give a pass, BlackRock, yeah. Morningstar, they've been around forever. They're going to have some marks. Yeah. We, we understand that. We will get a letter from them, though, telling us that there's nothing pending. So we're very tough there. Background checks. We're the only firm to do this. You referenced this, yeah. right? So. Credit criminal regulatory on all key principles I, and tricks. For the record,
1: I didn't like it, but whatever. <laughs> Nobody does. No one does. Right? But it's necessary. And you know? I've
0: had people come. I've been in the business 30 years. I managed $30 billion. No one's ever asked me to do a background check. Well, you oh. know what? There was a guy, he was the head of the NASDAQ. You remember that guy? Starts with an M, ends with an F,
1: Yeah. right? So I
0: don't care how long you've been doing this, yeah. right? I want to know that you're clean and we're dealing with people who, again, are, are, are ethical, have
1: high morals, etc. Yeah. And the credit check's probably important. You know, it's that, all part yeah, of that. We see bankruptcies, that, yeah. right? If
0: you can't manage your own money, yeah, the I old it, expression, it, right, yeah. you're not going to manage mine. All right, what else do we do? So we do the background checks. We do uh, ADV reviews. We do quarterly reviews on those. We require the GIPS audits, right? Yeah. So we're not just going to take anybody's information off of Morningstar. That's crazy. I actually sold one of my initial hedge fund databases to Morningstar. I would never take that data yeah. at face value, right? Self, you, you post your own data there. You post whatever you want. Nobody okay. checks.
1: So, hypothetical returns? No. No. Won't do it. Okay. The
0: only products that on our platform are not audited are indexes. Okay. So, we, one thing well, we yeah, did talk about I, is that's not, indexes. yeah. I don't,
1: yeah, that's not, I mean, yeah. They're rules based. Yeah. That's, right. That's and So, they kind of lay that
0: out. But we do disclose that. Specifically, yeah. if you're not, if you're not comfortable with that, don't invest in those Okay, products.
1: so a manager comes to you, he launches a program in 2015, highest hypotheticals back to 1993. No way. Not on the platform. No way. Okay. And that. I wanna, I, I, there's a blog post on our website, and I think it's labeled hypothetical, it's hogwash. It was bullshit, but I was forced to change it. Um, but the point is, I've seen so many other platforms where they come out, it's two years worth of performance, and they're backtesting back to the early 90s. I mean, come on.
0: We've seen this, F squared,
1: Oh God! Right, yeah, was on it everybody's wrong. platform. Yeah. Yeah. A number of these larger TAMS got yeah. hit. Yeah,
0: how did you not catch that?
1: They're still doing it. I mean, the largest broker-dealer platforms out there, I work we're losing. Sometimes we lose an account, and I try to follow the rabbit hole, and I find out it's a manager who's hypothetical for thirty years and one year of real track track here's, record.
0: Here's my. Here's how easy it is to uncover fraud. Yeah. We need your audited returns. We don't have audited returns. Thanks for your time.
1: Yeah. That's okay. it. End of story. It's, End of story. If you
0: come from the hedge fund world like I come from, it's not that difficult to find fraud or at least to keep yourself away from companies that potentially could be yeah. fraudulent, yeah. right? Audits, admin statements, monthly accounting, yearly accounting, etc. These are important. No, yep. so we, we carry that same.
1: It is, and it's e- it's easy to create. I mean, we I created a fake sh- fact sheet called uh, the Potomac Duh Portfolio. It stands for Do Not Use Hypotheticals. And I use my <laughs> software, and I programmed a hypothetical, and in thirty minutes, I created a fact sheet, and it was phenomenal returns. That you were up in O eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, and it was just made up, you know. And right. so, okay, moving on. I one thing that that I want to clear up because I was confused about it. I want you to explain sort of the relationship with Black Diamond, SSNC, how it's all intertwined and how it's not related at all. Great,
0: thank you. So a couple things to understand about us. First, we design and build unified managed accounts technology. Most of the other firms that are out there are actually licensing someone else's technology. They're licensing Vestmark or they're licensing Investnet, right? Whereas with us, we were uncomfortable with the technology within the unified managed account space. The architecture hasn't changed since Lockwood wow. in the 80s. That's and you couldn't handle the strategies that we put brought forth if you continue to operate in that way. So we literally ripped it down to the studs, rebuilt the entire structure using microservices architecture, which is the most, I think, advanced API structure you can have. Literally, every single piece of data that comes out of our system is driven by an API, Okay, all right? So it's very contemporary in that way. And we take that technology and we can employ it so that other firms can build platforms on top of it. We become that engine on the inside. But what that allows you to do as a a brokerage firm, as an advisory firm, is have a system that's modular, flexible, extensible, right? So you've got a lot of customization capabilities to the extent where let's say you're an aggregator and you want to have one group that's paying... 20 basis points, and one that's paying 25 basis points, and one that's paying this for a strategy, and one that only has access to these strategies versus these strategies, you have all that customization capability. Yeah. Alright, now getting back to SSNC, yeah. we built them a platform. SmartX is a white branded solution that we built for SSNC Advent. It is the only integrated solution into Black Diamond. Um, and you are able to get sleeve level detail in Black <coughs> Diamond next day. If you use another system, one of the other uh, TAMS, they're going to get a custodial feed. Yeah, Advent doesn't take a custodial feed; they take sleeve data from us. From you guys, okay? Right, and post that the next day.
1: Everything else is T plus two. Okay. So you're just seeing one big lump of securities in Black Diamond, for example. I think that's important because right? if we simplify this, you know, when you get when a custodial feed comes in, then the TAMP on on their level will then separate all the transactions based on the household level or the account level sleeve percentages and whatnot where you guys are actually sending the, the sleeve level breakdown mm-hmm. to the Black Diamond. That's right. Okay.
0: Well, you know, that'll happen in, what you've is sort of in their own reporting, but if it's Black Diamond and it's, you know, I use InvestNet for example, okay. Right? They're just going to get the custodial feed, and when they get the custodial feed, it's just going to show all the securities. You'll okay. have no idea who they're assigned to. Okay. There's no delineation. There's no performance reporting. So you can't use the tool in the way it was designed and all the features and functionality. Okay. Now you can use Black Diamond you know, to its full extent. Okay. And Black Diamond's not an inexpensive product. It is platinum standard, right? high-end uh, reporting solution. But I do want to be clear. We work with all reporting solutions. Yeah, we have clients important. on Orion, yeah. on Adapar, on Tamarack, um, and that's fine. But if you want to use Black Diamond, we have got a great solution. Now I will add to that, one of the unique benefits of the Black Diamond relationship is that if you use SmartX mm. and use Black Diamond, you don't pay for Black Diamond.
1: Yeah, that's that's huge. a big yeah, benefit. That's
0: huge. Because as, you, as an advisor, you might come out of pocket $50,000 a year for yeah. Black Diamond and now it's included and it's a usable product within Black Diamond, everybody wins. And more than likely, I'm gonna be less expensive than the other TAMP is for your customer too. So it is win, win, win. You're gonna win, the client's gonna win. It's not like we're charging you extra and then giving you the technology and passing that cost onto the investor. Oh no, right? We want everybody to benefit and that's the structure that we put forth.
1: Yeah, in full disclosure, you know, we use a bunch of TAMPs including SmartX and one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I, because you come from the hedge fund world, when we sat down, I went to your office in West Palm and I started looking at how you were doing the reporting, how you were combining these strategies, and it hit me right away that you came from an investment background versus the other way where some Tamps come from a different background and try to squeeze it all in, um, and it made a difference. It, you know, if you want those strategies, if you want vanilla strategies, you know, maybe it, it doesn't matter to you. Um, all right, closing note. You know, wh- what what are the things? I always ask this, I, what do you regret? You know, since you've launched SmartX and you've got it going, what, what's the biggest regret that have, has come across your desk that you could change if you wanted to?
0: Um, maybe doing things a little bit quicker, right? Yeah. And prior- prioritizing, yeah. right? Sometimes you're driven by client demand and that's not mm. always the best way to build. Yeah. Right? You've got a big client, They're looming. If you can do this, we'll bring the business on. And you move your roadmap around a little bit, right? And so you end up focusing on a piece that's right for this client, but wasn't necessarily important to the other 30 Balancing that we're in though, arrears.
1: You know, they gotta, they gotta, they're paying, you know? Big money, okay, yeah. right?
0: So, but I'd also say, you know, it's important, if you don't mind, just to understand at the high level, just some of the differences between what we do and the other guys do, because yeah, they look at us, Talk about that. What are the they major... look at SmartX and they say, well, it's just like the others, yeah, and it's yeah. not. It's not Okay, what are the right?
1: major advantages of a SmartX versus the group of other TAMPs, okay. if you want to group them together? Yeah, so if
0: I had to name sort of two or three yeah. unique properties within SmartX, first would be the breadth, okay. which we kind of talked about of strategy. So you have all the alts that we talked about, long short, short only, option specific, market neutral, covered calls, traditional long only strategies, tactical strategy, and direct indexing. Okay. We brought direct indexing to market first before everybody else kind of got hot on this And yeah. that we work with FTSE Russell, Thomson Reuters, MSCI, um, all the big index providers. And we make their products available. You can customize, you can do screens and uh, tax loss harvesting okay. and, and exclusions and such. And so you have a wide breadth active, passive hedged, one account. Okay. Okay. You've more durable portfolios, by the way, theoretically, right? Um, You've got the API, so you can customize the platform. We've got some clients who don't even use the front end. They built their own technology, their own platform that includes CRM and planning and on top of SmartX. And now they've got a platform that they go out and sell, which is wonderful, right? So the APIs are important, a lot of customization capabilities, real time. So you referenced it, right? Nobody in the SMA, UMA space has ever provided real-time performance information, real-time entry, real-time exit, real-time trading. And like we've talked about, that can be critically important depending upon the type of strategy and your objective,
1: Yeah,
0: right? So that's another. Black Diamond integration, open architecture, we're not closed, right? We're all API driven. I can plug in whatever you'd like within this platform if you want. XYZ CRM you want uh, XYZ planning etc we can put that all together no, no, for no. you in a single solution okay. um, and so that's another unique benefit um, and of course the black diamond and the fee credits that you get there yeah. in black diamonds yeah. another big benefit so there's some of the differences And the last piece which you reference are the sleeves everybody wants the sleeves yeah. and a lot of firms try to do sub accounting sub accounting is a mess it doesn't work and those that have gone out there and tried it you know it doesn't work and so having the benefit of those sleeves and being able to utilize the data appropriately and you as a manager understanding exactly what your cash is and not having to worry that that number's moving around is important. Okay. So those are some of the high level Absolutely.
1: Products. Two things, I appreciate you, yeah. thank you for being on. Uh, where can people learn more about SmartX, reach out to you and, and talk? Sure, so smartxadvisory.com is the website.
0: You okay. we certainly do a website uh, Google search, right? Or um, you can call us, 561-835-8690 is the office What's your number. Twitter handle? At Evan Rap uh, knock.com. <laughs> At Evan <Rapp, laughs> E-V-A-N-R-A-P-P. The real Evan Rappaport. That's his rap name yeah. too, right? <laughs> E-Rap. rap <Yeah>. The <laughs> other real <laughs> you know, Evan Rappaport is a guy that works for Google and apparently has got, you know, oh, took yeah. that name that's much farther yeah. He's got
1: a lot more cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. So. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Manish. Thanks, appreciate All right. it.
0: That was good, man. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.